Welcome back to Joystick and Mouse, video game news and reviews for all of you filthy casuals out there. My name is Alex. I go by Cross in the Gaming Community, and with me as always, I got Diddy. Howdy, folks. And there's J-Dimes. What up? J-Dimes is feeling a little under the weather, but he decided to uh, to, to just power through with us today. And just I thank right. you for, for you that. guys. Just, just for, for you. Guys. Just for you guys. Just for you, filthy casual. Yeah. Well, we got a bunch of fun topics to talk about today. Uh, we're going to talk about how uh, Alienware is kind of sniping some some ideas from Nintendo with the new uh, Switch PC model. It's kind of funny. Uh, we're also going to talk about The Witcher. I took some time to watch this over the uh, winter break, and I have uh, since finished it. And uh, so Tim and I are going to talk a bit about that. Um, the head of Titanfall and Apex Legends Studio Respawn Entertainment is going over to Dice, and we're also going to talk about a crazy new uh, monitor that Diddy wants. So uh, before we jump into that, how was y'all's New Year? What did you guys do? Anything fun? Uh, I went down to Hampton. You went no. down to Hampton. Okay. Yeah, my dad retired. Yeah, forty-five years of uh, government work between the military and the contractor, and he said, "I'm done." Good for him, man. So he's wow. done, and he's he's no more work. Or do you think he's going to be one of those that is like off for about well, three days and know, like, "Oh, I got to do something." Well, he still pastors a church, so he's he's going to be plenty busy. Mm. Um, mm. Okay, but uh, you know, he doesn't have to get up and be somewhere at eight o'clock in the morning. Well, I, it, yeah, I hear that. That that is a huge thing. Living life on your own terms, um, right. except Sundays when you gotta do your thing there. That's right. Yeah, uh, I think that's great. Good for him. Uh, Sunday is the earliest day he has to wake up. Sunday is the er- yeah. That's true. <laughs> how how backwards is that? That's the day you're supposed to relax. That's that's God's day. That's your day of rest. Nah, he's got to work on Sundays. But tis the life of a pastor. So that's, that's right. That's fun, man. Um, Diddy, what'd you do for for New Year's? Slept. Oh, I I, uh, I wouldn't. <laughs> I think it. I saw about ten thirty. That was Did about you? it. <laughs> yeah, that was about Man, it. You didn't make it to midnight, Diddy. Not not even close. Oh. <laughs> My two and a half year old made it to made it to uh, <laughs> made it to midnight. Um, ah. But we weren't there, so I'll tell you guys what we did. We ended up going to a friend's house for New Year's, which was a lot of fun, and they had this whole Roaring Twenties theme happening and we did a murder mystery oh nice so that was super oh, super cool. pretty cool now let me let me take you back uh i'm gonna see if i can find some music to play while i'm while i'm doing this um no because that's gonna get me kicked off of twitch i'm not gonna do that a little uh, murder on the orient express <laughs> i gotta i gotta queue up some music out. For, for situations like this so essentially we we showed up and they decked out their house. It looked like a like a jazz club from like the the twenties. It was really cool. They turned their basement into a speakeasy. They ended up um, giving us all the each uh, like a card. Actually, we we got to choose a card. So I found this guy named Felix, and Felix uh, happened to be the guy that got murdered. <laughs> So I was the one that got murdered. But up until that point, it was really fun. We were all role-playing our characters. I was the owner of the nightclub. Uh, Deanna happened to pick my wife out of all of the, like the cards <laughs> that she got to choose. She got to choose my wife. But it was really funny. Like We were having affairs with each, uh, you know, on each other. Uh, other people were there that we were having an affair with, and we had to act really funny around them. It was just like really silly and stupid. And then I ended up dying, and I came in as the detective. Um, and then we ended up uh, solving the mystery. We got the murder right. I know who it was, and it was my wife's lover, that Edgar. Edgar, you son of a bitch. Um, it was a lot of fun, though. 
Edgar's are like that, you know. Was they he are. wearing a knit? Was he wearing a a, a skin suit? Uh, an Edgar like, suit. Oh, I was thinking like a condom. <laughs> okay, so I didn't know. Oh, what you come meant. on, how, that was a pretty good pull. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know where that one's from. Jesus. Good old Vincent D'Onofrio. Jesus. Uh, so I think um, New Year's was a hit. It was a lot of fun. We ended up getting out of there around 1230 or so, and, and they only lived 10 minutes away. So uh, it was easy to get home and not deal with any of the crazies out. So hopefully everybody had a wonderful, safe, um, safe New Year. Uh, let me think. Anything else? Oh, I'm loving Pokemon. Yep. We were talking a little bit about that in the pre-show. By the way, we stream every uh, Monday live over at twitch.tv slash alexalbisu at 8 p.m. Eastern. So be sure to show up there and uh, and follow so you can you can join in in the live uh, in the live conversation. So I'll tell, you what, I'll tell you what I did do between between the last show and this show. What'd you do? I bought a guitar. You did, and you sent me that a picture. My, I love that is it. My, that's my 2020 uh, task. Mm. task. Task. So I'm, uh, I'm going to try and teach myself to play guitar. How are you going to teach yourself? What are, What are some of the methods that you're that you're trying to? Uh, I'm going to start with uh, YouTube videos. Just go for guitar 101 and try it. some of those and see how it goes. I love it. Okay. And um, what, what's going to be your first song the, that you're going to try to play? I don't know. The my advice the advice I got was. Pick something that has like three chords and learn those three chords That's and then smart. learn to play a song. And then that will get you in the mood and let you get some success. And I love it, man. It. So I can give you a song that you can learn how to play with three chords. Okay. Uh, let Her Cry by Hootie and the Blowfish. Oh, I like that song. Okay. Very easy, slow tempoed song. Um, Three or four chords ish, depending on the. It's mostly three chords, and it's a great, great song. Very yeah. easy song. I will put that Maybe one. Maybe my favorite Hootie, Hootie and the Blowfish. Me too. Me too. I love playing it. He has a great version of Mustang Sally. Oh, I bet he does. That man's got a good voice. Yeah, it's a the the, ver- the time I heard it was like a live, uh, thing where he was telling a story about like like listening to crazy music and his mama was like, what in the world? That really? Yeah. And I think she put the Mustang Sally on. She was like, you need to listen to something like this. Love it. That's a good song. That's a good, that's a good one to be, uh, to be trained to. Um, all right, folks. Well, you're here for the video game news. So we're going to give you some video game news. Um, as soon as I pull up the sound that's supposed to do the video game news and here it is. It's time for the news. First up, Diddy. All right, Alienware has developed their own version of a Nintendo Switch uh, called Concept UFO. Of co- Alienware, of course, it's called Concept UFO. But I'm uh, This is a portable PC that's shaped like a Switch, looks like a Switch, <laughs> acts like a Switch. Uh, let's let's uh, jump into the uh, some specifics as well as the first impressions that people had about this uh, thing. So yeah. This is not released. It is not for sale. This was a prototype that they um, that they showed off at uh, CES, um, which is the Consumers Electronics Show, which I've always wanted to go to. Oh, I mean, never, too. I've never gotten to go. I've never yeah. gotten to go to one of these big shows. I I've always wanted to go to CES, but um, um, but if you look at it, I mean, 
the the ends come off um and then go together on another little centerpiece that looks like a controller to so that you can use it just like a controller um like some other hardware platform that we know know of xbox um, yeah <laughs> and uh and, no, sorry the cyber truck cyber truck sorry yes when you um when you look at it man it looks just like it it's it's uncanny uh how much a switch this looks like the thing about this is though it is full 4k it is windows based so the big deal is you might be able to play windows games on this so and as a matter of fact that one of the ones i was watching the video when they fired up rocket league actually the steam logon came on came up yeah which i thought was really cool it was like all right so um really neat concept man it looks like a switch uh it's but you know, maybe maybe like Nintendo did what they did with the controller, right? Like they nailed the design, and they, and and it's now influencing the way the rest of the uh, rest of the gaming community reacts. What do you guys think? I would love it if the Xbox had a handheld that looked like this. So the really cool thing about this, I thought, was though, is you could move your PC around to different TVs to different monitors. Yeah. So look. So all you need is the dock, just like I do with my Switch. Move it around to different TVs and play there. I That's really cool. Yeah, I, I really do. I think it's brilliant. And it's, uh, again, the first thing that came to mind uh, was, for me, how Nintendo continues to innovate in really surprising ways. Uh, not always in successful ways, Wii U, for example. Uh, but I think that or the step stool thing for the for the move or whatever it was like it was cool at first but i think that when you um w when you look at their track record like when they're successful like this the whole um the the whole gaming community is on board and i wouldn't be surprised if we saw more <coughs> adoption of these sorts of technologies in the future j dimes you mentioned that that it X, if xbox had something like this you would love it would you go out and buy something like that if it was an xbox yeah. Why? Why would you do that? Because it fits in the ecosystem that I play in. Yeah, but think this is a Windows-based PC. Or, yeah, PC-based. And that's worth diving into So you into can lay itself. your Xbox Gold Pass, your, you know, your Game Pass, on this, on a TV, on any TV, or in handheld mode. That's... Yeah, I've cool. really... I mean, so I'm one of those people, I very rarely play my Switch in the house. I mean, I don't play a lot of Switch to begin with, but when I do, it's normally not in the house. Like, I would really just look for this to, like, I could play my Xbox games on the go. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would agree. I think that this is a, a wonderful alternative to PC gamers who want to take it on the go. Um, I, I do wonder how much crossover there is between that hardcore gamer who wants straight-up 4K graphics Um on a bigger screen and the type of person that would want to take those games on the go and also be limited to a controller. The, you know, the, the thing that worries me about this is, is the same issue I have with the switch is battery life. I mean, if you're playing a game at 4k, this is a windows 10 PC in yeah. a hand. How long is the battery going to last? Yep. But, yeah. I mean, the switch has the same problem when you play breath of the wild. Oh my god, the switch is horrendous. Three hours tops. 
Yeah. I had to buy a variety pack just, you know, to make the switch worthwhile on a long trip. Yeah, see, that, and that's tough, man. Like, like the one thing that's going to be very different, I think, in the next five years is the battery life situation when we're talking about these systems. When we get to a point where it will truly last playing 4K gaming for days without needing to charge it like that's going to be a real golden time but it's going to take a lot of i think catching up not even catching up a lot of trailblazing to be honest um to make that happen i can't see the current battery technology doing that now somebody's going to make a break breakthrough in battery technology here soon um with all the research going into it with you know with automobiles and and uh I, I know that uh, NICADs and, and uh, whatever the new one is, the one that explodes on planes. Um, what? What? Oh, lithium? Yeah, the lithium batteries. Uh, you know, <laughs> somebody's going to come up with a new technology that, right. that's going to be more more secure and last longer. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, hopefully hydrogen cells will, will work. <laughs> yeah. Ho- hopefully. Cells. Yeah. And, and, uh, science will evolve um, as we get closer. So uh, I want to I want to shift the topic a little bit to The Witcher. Okay, so The Witcher is a is a is a TV show and a video game, and it's all based on a series of books. I don't know if you've heard of it. It was uh, rated one of the best games ever um, by a lot of places. So uh, Tim and I have both. Uh, so I've gotten all the way through Witcher. Tim has got a couple episodes left. Don hasn't started it yet. We kept yelling at him to start it. And what did you do? The entire break, Don? Not start it. Don? Worked on my PC. <laughs> you could have so, watched so the tear, that, Yeah, the, the, the teardown and and, and uh, revamping of the PC. Stressing long. me out with that PC. Oh, Every time Don he- mentions he's going to take those tubes out and I'm going to let the water go everywhere, it stresses me out. Oh, that I'm telling you what though that uh, that water block on the graphics card is absolutely gorgeous. It's really it looks nice. really pretty. Um, I think you got you got to post that on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Joystick and Mouse. I think that'd be really cool for people to see. Uh, I'll um, but while Don was over there breaking his computer for the tenth time, um, we went ahead and uh, and watched a little bit of The Witcher. Um, and in my case, I watched a lot of The Witcher. In fact, I watched a lot of The Witcher in a row on one of the days where I was alone in the house. My daughter was at daycare. My wife was back at work. I said, you know what? I got the entire day off. Um, I've been streaming like nonstop. I'm going to sit down. And I'm going to relax for a few hours and watch The Witcher. And I watched the hell out of it. So here's what I, I think. My personal review. Uh, if you're familiar with the story of The Witcher, um, this should all you should be able to follow a lot of this if you're not familiar with the story of the witcher go 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 read like a quick paragraph about it it essentially is about this guy named Geralt of of Rivia who is a witcher he's basically a mutant uh you know he's been mutated uh to be able to sense certain power or he has certain powers to be able to sense demons and other otherworldly creatures and, and monsters and other stuff like that and he goes around slaying them for a living he slays Which, evil for the living i did not realize it was an actual book i knew about the comic but i didn't realize there oh, were yeah. there were novels yeah. that preceded the comic 
Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a big comic, or it's, it's so a big just, book. It's a big I series of shorts, like a big series of, of stories. Yeah. yeah. Um. So what I really when I when I first got into it, though, over the first few episodes, I was confused to hell. And then comes last Monday, we meet for dinner right before doing this show, our sixtieth show. Uh, and, and we all met at Foster's Grill, and we were eating our dinner, and. Tim chimes in saying, hey, you know, that's all taking place at different times, right? And I was, I, I, it made total sense after that. When you first go into this show, you're realizing like there are a few different characters that you're kind of following their story and their journey, but you're like, wait a second, that person was dead. As you're watching like this subsequent episode, you're like, wait a second. It starts to become more and more clear, and that starts to become clear even without you even saying it, Tim, that, yeah, it takes place during different timelines. After you make that choice, or after you make that discovery, the um, the the further discovery of the show, I should say, and the plot line, I think, makes it for a very rewarding watch. When you start to realize and piece together where things are in the storyline, and even having very little context <laughs> as to who um, certain characters are in the grander universe of The Witcher, uh, I think it's still um, it's still very rewarding to look at what these characters go through and come out on the other end being able to do. So, by the end of it, I can honestly say I have a tremendous interest in picking up The Witcher 3 and playing through that again. I didn't play all the way through it. I played a bunch of it, and I, and I really enjoyed it. And in fact, I have it sitting on Steam. I reinstalled it on Steam. I've never played any of them. Oh, really? They're, they're very fun. Good action game. I have oh. that on PS4. Yep, yep. Very, very fun. Hey, just, just a quick segue. You made sure. me think of this when you said Steam. Um, Origins is selling the entire Mass Effect collection in the Humble Bundle for 10 bucks. Oh, that's a really good deal. That's a deal. Go buy yeah. that, people. That's Go buy that. Great series. Um, so Tim, what were your thoughts on on the show in general? Well, I've already decided that I need to watch through it again once I get through the first the first, uh, the first watch. Oh yeah. Um, I think it's really good. Um. I have to go back through and really piece together the first two or three episodes and get the timelines right. Uh, because I was a couple episodes in before I realized that they weren't doing things. In- oh, yeah. Like the, the <clears throat> time frames were off. Yeah. So there's a couple of places where I'm still kind of trying to figure some things out. Um. But I, I, I think it's really good. Yeah, I, I'm having a blast with it. Um, so I'm you, ready for season two to like be there. Yeah. So, I mean, Don, would you go and watch? Or are you interested in watching The Witcher? Oh, absolutely. I, I've read the books, read the comics, played the game, all of it. It's on my list. I just didn't get around to it. Yeah. So did you end up watching? Uh, I'm sorry. Did you end up playing uh, the, the Witcher 3? Mm-hmm. Did you play all the way through it? I did not play all the way through. That I is, got, yeah, because it's a long game. Yeah, I it's got a, part of the way through, and it's because a really it's long PlayStation. Game. It's is it an RPG? Or is it just a straight? 
Yeah, it's very much an RPG. Um, you know, you carry different weapons, you're doing <coughs> different things with armor and a bunch of other stuff. Um, so it's uh, it, it definitely is kind of a classic RPG in a sense of you're increasing your character's abilities. Uh, yeah, swapping out weapons and stuff, developing new skills and developing your character um, both in a, a statistical way and a you know character way the character's developing in a lot of different ways. So, and I would also say I think he may be better as uh, Geralt than he is a Superman. Oh, I would agree. Uh, that that performance. So at first it kind of bothered me because he wasn't a I don't know like I looked at him and, and I maybe I saw too much of Superman. And then I, I, as as I started watching more of it, I, I saw more and more Geralt than I did Superman. It was this weird like transformation. I think I associated uh, Henry Cavill with this like pretty boy situation way too much, and I yeah. didn't give him enough credit where credit was due. And I think that's a that's a majority of the of the community out there that has kind of seen that that was anticipating the witcher they were really worried about his performance but dude he freaking did a great job have you have you watched the episode where he has to hunt down the king's daughter yeah that's a classic yeah. witcher tale by the way yeah so, that's a that's a that's a great episode end. yeah yeah i'm really hoping they show more of uh, more of tess yep that's all I'm going to say. It, it seems, well, it seems like they have focused more on his relationship with, uh, what's the other woman's name? Yennefer? Yeah, more on his relationship with Yennefer, less on his relationship with Tess. Yep. The girl that plays Tess is from Harry Potter. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. She is, I, this is, this may be slightly obscure, but if you go back to Half-Blood Prince, uh-huh. do you remember? girl that tried to um to get him to eat the chocolate and he ends up giving it to um to ron and so ron ends up like having falling into that love stupor oh no she's the girl that tries to give him the chocolate i can't remember okay well very interesting interesting okay all those english actors yeah man that's wild They're (laughs) they're filming what there's only eight English actors. David Tennant, um, Sir Richard Attenborough, the things, the Queen. Um, the Queen is one of them, right? Uh, also, um, James Bond, Daniel Craig. No, James yeah. Bond is a is, oh. as a person is one of the actors. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just being an idiot. Um, <laughs> let, let's jump into our next topic. Uh, Respawn's CEO. You want to kick us off here, J-Dimes? Yeah. So uh, Vince, Vince Zamparella, the head of Titanfall and Apex Legends studio Respawn Entertainment, is taking over DICE LA to launch the studio's very own game for the first time. Yeah. Um, this kind of makes me sad. Why? Why does it make you sad? I I am concerned for the well-being of Titanfall if oh, he is not it. there yep. at the helm. Mm. Yep, yep, you said of, it, and I, I was I was hoping you would go there, and I'm glad you did. Um, I know he said like he's still going to be involved, uh, in really more of like an overarching role for for respawn. Um, the way he described it is that 
most of the functional roles for the games for the, for the game are divvied out amongst other managers who lead teams and he just kind of oversees those teams and i hope i hope that that his optimism is well placed but uh yeah dude it, it worries me man like when you take a talent like like his and kind of spread it out uh i feel like not enough of his kind of touch that that touch that he has uh, will pay off in the long run um yeah well i mean you know the the other side to that is in order for other people to grow people like him have to you know move up or move out you know what i mean so <clears throat> hopefully yeah. his trust is well placed and he really does have those people there that can can do that and then maybe he can you know go over to dice and work his magic over there yeah Go ahead. It'd be nice to see that LA that LA studio come out with a with a killer game. What I wish they do is Medal of Honor. That's that is a. Um, I don't God, want old. A, I don't want yeah. an old school Medal of Honor. Uh, I, I want Medal of Honor like like Call of Duty style Medal of Honor, like the last two that they did before. They, you know, yeah, last yeah. um l- last episode, I sort of went off on EA about how they always screw everything up. There you go, EA. You want to fix it? Put him in charge of game development. Mm-hmm. There you go. Put I mean, him listen, in charge he's, of it. He's he has done two studios. I mean, he did mm-hmm. what was it, Infinity Ward, uh, successful. Yeah. Yep. Respawn, successful. Gave him a Star Wars game that people actually like. And that uh, for me was the telling thing, dude. I told you. I told you. I, I know you did. No, you did. You did. You were you had faith in that thing the whole time, dude. And I was sitting here so worried. I mean, like, not I, I had I had um cautious optimism, I should say. Yeah. So, I had no optimism. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Wait, what? They say I'm a grumpy old man. No, I, yeah. I had I had no optimism. I you know, the Star Wars games have been so bad for so long. It just no, I don't blame you, dude. It, that it really has been a train wreck for a number of years. Figured um, it'd be another another one in the long list, but but it really wasn't. It was quite good. That to me was the game changer when they were like, "Oh, respawn's making a Star Wars game," but maybe that is the maybe they do have to bring more of whatever goodness he brings to, and it's even uh, broader than his creative ideas. It could be the way he manages his teams. Perhaps there's a culture change that they're trying to instill within. EA as a whole, maybe that's just hopeful thinking, Alex. But I don't know. I think I think that that's um, it, that's got to be what it is. It's a step in the right direction, dude. That's what I'm trying to say. And, and I think kudos on EA for that for recognizing his talent. But I worry, like I do with EA and all EA things. So it has to bring be the culture that he brings. Because if you look at the very really successful game companies. Most of what you hear from those game companies is about the culture of working there, yeah. And what it's like. Oh yeah. If he t- if he turns around another studio, he's going to end up in charge of. E- you think so? Yep. Ah, <laughs> uh, how how we can wish, how we can wish and hope. Um, I mean, listen. Sometimes it happens. You know, it could happen here. It happened at X- Xbox. Yeah. You know, um, what's the guy's name? I can't think of it. Um, it's Phil, Phil Spencer. Spencer. Yeah. Bill Spencer was a behind-the-scenes guy that just kept making good decisions, and after a while, they put him in charge. Yep. Um, Why don't we move on to our very last news topic, Diddy? 
right. Uh, a lot of times we don't talk about hardware here unless it's, you know, a, one of the consoles is coming out with something new. I, I know we touched on the new Xbox, but I this monitor dropped this week and I have got to talk about this thing. This thing that he's going to buy it. This thing is ridiculous. Uh, it's first off, it's beautiful, but this is a this is put out by Nvidia. It is a 360 hertz full G-Sync monitor. That's absolutely amazing. So if you've got the art, you know, one of the the Nvidia cards, base cards that has G-Sync built in, this thing is a 2.8 millisecond monitor. That's just stupid. So if you don't know the difference between G-Sync monitors, are usually a little more expensive. I will not be buying this. This monitor is like $3,600. Is it that expensive? Holy shit. Yeah. yeah it's out How much? $3,600. hell? <laughs> um, $3,600 for a monitor that probably. Is that price point? 98% of the, I, the I population can't, oh. can't use. I had to look it up elsewhere. Um, but it, it's it's 30%. Faster, thirty-seven percent faster than any other G-Sync monitor on the market. That's insane. That's insane. And, and what that means is is uh, video smoothness. So if you're turning in a scene, you don't ever see any anomalies in, in the video. It's like turning your head and watching the, you know, watching the. Uh, uh, the video just just an amazing amazing performance uh g-sync is actually g-sync's uh monitors work a little bit better than the other free sync monitors because they're hardware based okay so they don't they don't take anything away from your gpu to sync between the card and the monitor right whereas the free syncs are are software based in the gpu that's why they're more expensive and this they, is also the, and not to forget this is really targeted towards esports teams so we're yeah, gonna this... see a lot of overwatch players using this uh csgo those are some some examples of games that work with this refresh rate so i think that's that's really telling of the audience when they're targeting a 3600 price point they're not targeting the average consumer they're targeting the people with like advertising revenue at their disposal and sponsorship who will pay for a monitor like that to be promoted. And then following them will, will come the average consumer. So now, I, I don't, I don't blame them. That's also for the 30, 36 inch display too. It's a, that's a big, that's a big monitor display. coming from the yeah. guy with a 42 inch 4k no. display that Diddy gave me. Yeah. <laughs> not, not gave me, I bought it from you. But that I think that's I like I could totally see myself getting one of these things when I end up, uh, you know, like when they end up becoming a lot more uh, feasible, you know, like. Oh, absolutely. I, this is one of those, you know, anytime a new monitor or a new TV or new technology like that comes out, they're always very, very expensive, mostly because the yield is so low on them. So. To get a good panel, you have to produce so many panels, and to make that cost up, they have to. And as their manufacturing process gets better, they get more panels out of a yield. The cost comes down on the on the monitors. Yeah. 
Yeah, Kenny, but, is this a day one buy for you? No. Uh, I, I, I Your whole computer costs that. <coughs> you know, like, Jesus, that, that, that's insane. That's insane. Maybe that is the, the Maybe a little more, but, but pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely insane. Um, well, let us know if you're going to buy it. You can email joystickandmouse at gmail.com if you'd like to add any uh, any extra color to the conversations that we've had today. Uh, we always welcome um, our listeners' input. Now, uh, we do have some full stream ahead news, right, Diddy? So why don't we uh, why don't we jump right into that? Hold on. Where's my soundboard? Jesus Christ, I keep losing it. There it is. Hold up. That sound can only mean one thing. It's full stream ahead. Um, Diddy, you want to lead us off on this news topic? All righty. So... It looks like the dust has settled a little bit and looks like the big players in, in video game cloud-based streaming. I make sure I use the right term. Video cloud game cloud-based stream. Yes. Cloud-based video game streaming. Looks like it's going to be Microsoft and Google. Yes. Yeah, um, and I, that's what I would have guessed too, by the way. But yeah. I, that's probably, that's pretty much what we've been saying for about the last year. <laughs> um, uh, But let, let's look at where they... Uh, where they stand right now in comparison with each other and, uh, and what they're, they're doing. Yeah. Um, um, do you, do you want to go through the comparison, Diddy? Uh, sure. So, um, Microsoft has been doing this for a while. Um, everybody thinks that Google is the, is the leader, but really Microsoft's been doing it a lot longer. Um, Google just, just launched the 19th of, November, so they've been around a little over a couple months, or the twentieth, or the twenty-first, depending on your on yeah, when you got it, on when, when you got, you your, got control- your controller. <laughs> um, <laughs> but XCloud has actually been around a long time. Um, uh, the Stadia was more expensive to get into, so Stadia cost one hundred twenty-nine dollars for the Founders Edition, and then it's ten dollars a month for Pro, and that gets you two free games a month. By the way, have you guys seen? Four free games? Mm-mm. No. No. Neither have I. And it's been two months. So um Well, no, you got a you got a farming simulator. No, you got four games. Did what we do you get got? four games? Hold on, let me think. Oh, we got sorry, we got not yeah, we got Lara Croft. Lara Croft, right, farming simulator, Raider. uh yeah, Destiny, okay. and uh that, that shitty samurai fighting thing. Yeah, so Okay, we got one good game and one toss in. <laughs> I still need to try um I still need to try uh my hand at farming simulator. I have a yeah, was- like a really morbid curiosity about that game because so many people love it. There's like I this really it. niche community of hardcore farming simulator people out there. And I don't get it, but I want to get it. So yeah, it, let me in. I want to figure it out. To me, it's sort of like flight simulator. It's mind-numbingly boring. <laughs> and maybe that's what they're looking for. Disconnect. Uh, you want to harvest corn for about three hours without so, going uh, outside and harvesting corn. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, Jay Dimes, you're going to... I mean, I feel like people play farming simulator miss or say say again you have to i couldn't hear you that, that they they play uh farming simulator because they miss oregon oh they miss oregon trail oh the rest of them be too soon Hashtag they really soon. should bring can oregon you get dysentery and uh 
You know, if you try really hard, I'm sure you can get dysentery <laughs> while playing Farming Simulator. We don't need dysentery. Uh, Ronald Foos in chat, uh, that's our friend Tyler from an America's Next Top Podcaster. He says that he got uh, Stadia for Christmas and he loves it and he bought Red Dead 2 for it. Um, good, man. Glad to hear that you love I, it. I so I haven't so touched it in about two months. <laughs> so we're going off the tangent here, but... Um, Google put out a, a an update where you could update your existing Chromecast Ultras to work with Stadia. Really good, good thing. I tried it on my existing Chromecast Ultra that I have. It was so bad. It was unplayable. It was so bad. That's a shame. Like, um, was it just laggy or like what? Laggy, stuttery, bad. Google is not going to make it with this. It would downgrade the graphics and then come back up and then it would just like stutter halfway, you know, running down the hill. And it was just bad play. Yeah. Tomb Raider. Um, interesting. I came upstairs and said, well, let me let me check. I came upstairs and used the, the ultra that I got with the package. Uh huh. That one worked fine. I mean, maybe it's just the hardware. So I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's just a firmware update that wasn't quite. Maybe, or I mean, just like anything, this this stuff's going to get better, but it just, I feel like it was, you know, with the wrong foot, you know, they, they sat down with the wrong foot. So, um, yeah, we'll see. I I don't know. Yeah. So to continue with this, uh, number of games, Stadia has 22 with one exclusive, uh, X cloud has 66 with four exclusives. (laughs) I actually don't know what those games are. (laughs) <laughs> I still looked it up. Uh, compatible devices, basically, unless you have a Google device or a computer running Chrome, uh, those are your choices. Uh, xCloud runs on any Android device running 6.0 or greater. Uh, Stadia, though, um, with the controllers, if you're playing on a PC, you can use any controller you want, basically. Mouse and keyboard uh, included. Yep. Which I think is that. great. Um, Project X Cloud, the fact that it's limited to an Xbox One controller kind of sucks for shooters, I but I get it. Yeah, you can use the PlayStation 4 now, I think, with X Cloud. You can, yeah. And they, that's something that they but talked why about. Would you? Yeah. Um, the big one is quality. <laughs> um, Stadia is 4K, and X Cloud is only 720p. <laughs> that's huge, by the way. Um, I think that's a big deal. That is huge. Uh, <clears throat> I, I I don't see that being. By the way, I don't. I I really don't see Microsoft settling there for a long like for the long run. By the way, if if Microsoft settles with 720p for more than a year, I'll buy both of you a beer. That that rhymed, and I didn't even mean to. But I think that. It will. You will see an upgrade to 4K compatibility, and uh, uh, that will be a non-issue in less than a year. There's no way that you, as a cloud streaming provider, Microsoft, as a cloud streaming provider, shouldn't be able to render 4K graphics over the cloud when Google can as well. I believe that. I I think part of that issue, though, is the, with them is the bandwidth. Uh, how do they get that to you without causing stuttering and lag yeah i mean 
Yeah. Well, Google's got all that experience streaming video. Yeah, they've, I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. They've been doing it for so long. Um, any final thoughts on this uh, story, gentlemen? Um, no, this will be this will be this is going to be an interesting fight. I, I'm really interested to see Amazon service come up and see what they're going to have. Um, late, late, latest rumor I saw was late this year. Um, they're planning on launching along with their new game. Yeah. Uh, it's called the last something the last one the last lost one the, the lost the, the lost boys the lost of something oblivion like <laughs> lost world the, the lost world. the lost world the the best of the jurassic park movies yes um so i that'll be interesting to see amazon may have the infrastructure and power and and puts to to be able to compete with them but i don't see anybody else doing it well, we'll see. But it'll be interesting. This is going to be really interesting to see. Um, I have never tried xCloud, so I think I might have to try it. Just I will. Yeah, I definitely I will. It. Yeah. Let us know your thoughts. And if you're going to, what, who your, um, you know, your, your cloud provider of choice is going to be in 2020 and beyond, uh, you can email joystickamouse at gmail.com. Um, I got a video game to to talk about uh and, and i have a problem so i'm gonna i'm gonna share all of this with you right now yes and the reviews were so mixed they I'm were surprised uh, alex is about to to start the 19 step process oh, God, <laughs> so you know like i think the first part of of coming to terms with something is really like admitting that you have a problem okay and and i just need to i just need to share something with you guys Okay, uh, I have a problem, and that problem is I love Elder Scrolls Online a little too much. Okay, not possible. Uh, it's possible. So that's my video game news. Uh, news. That's my video game review for uh, tonight. Is that I want to tell you guys how much I love Elder Scrolls Online and why I love Elder Scrolls Online so much. So when we uh, originally came into the MMO world. Uh, you know, our, our experience was a lot of like, you push a button and it does a thing. And then that's pretty much it. You got to click on the, the guy, you push a button and then it does a thing. There was something more I needed a little bit more, something dynamic. And then, you know, one day I was sitting on the couch as I was watching the Witcher and I hop on, I hop on Twitter and I see Scott Johnson constantly raving about, about uh elder scrolls online and so i said you know what i'm gonna re i'm gonna reinstall this thing i, I got i gotta i gotta try it i even te i texted scott and i was like hey so i hear you love it is that do you still do and he said yeah and he was giving me all these reasons i said okay so i i ended up downloading it and i haven't launched world of warcraft since i downloaded this thing not to say it's a wow killer whatsoever because i'm gonna go back it'll be fine but what this has given me is a whole new uh, appreciation for a different style of MMO gameplay that I think I was really looking for today. I was looking for something with a little bit more of a dynamic fighting environment. And if you're watching live over at twitch.tv slash alexalbisu, you can kind of see what I'm talking about. 
a lot of it is very much skill shot where you are uh, deciding um, where to send your arrow or where to send your spell. Um, there's opportunity to become an outlaw where you're stealing from people and then the guards don't like that. So they want to either throw you in jail or you pay them off. Uh, there, there's a lot of dynamic interaction with the, the world that I felt like I needed a bit more of. And I got that with Elder, Elder Scrolls. And not just that, but I also got a really great story. So I've been playing a bit of Elsewhere. On Steam, they said, uh, you know, we're going to give you Elsewhere for 30% off. So it was like 12 bucks or something like that. I ended up downloading um, Elsewhere, like the the patch for Elsewhere. And I've been playing through the Khajiit uh, story. So if, you're, if you've ever played any of the Elder Scrolls games, you've got those cat people. Those are the Khajiit. And it has been so engaging. The piece of this game that was so surprising to me more than anything else was how much I loved the story. Again, beyond anything else. I, I came into this game saying, all I want is just a little bit of a different gameplay experience. Something where I can, uh, you know, be a little more involved in the combat rather than just push one, two, three, four. In this, uh, I got that. But then I, I immediately fell in love with the lore. Um, I think when you go into an Elder Scrolls game, you know it's going to be lore heavy. Okay, this certainly has that feel, but it's also got a lot more um, emotion kind of behind the characters that you're involved with. Cadwell, for instance, if you've played elsewhere, uh, the dude is is played by one of the guys from uh, Monty Python, um, freaking John Cleese. John Cleese, I think. Oh, does yeah, his yeah. voice it's it's brilliant voice acting the characters are wonderful and i feel like i'm really a part of this world something that i haven't really felt since star wars the old republic probably so i think that this has been a wonderful unexpected appreciation for it um and tv's travis who's who's in chat right now has been playing as well uh, we've been streaming it here and you guys know that i have a problem um so that's my kind of long-winded explanation on why I, I love this game so much it's so good and if you want to play um let me know joystick and mouse at gmail.com it's been uh it's been a lot of fun playing with a bunch of people around the community uh as i've been streaming it here on twitch.tv slash alex albisu we've had a lot of folks coming into chat offering a lot of suggestions for me as a newbie that's been great and they've even jumped into some of the parties that we've been uh running uh, a bunch of old uh, filthy casuals from our rating days, Don have and been. And it can't uh, be super expensive playing. at this point. Say again. I said it can't be super expensive at this point. Yeah, for the whole yeah for the whole pack, it's been it's been really good. Yeah, t I mean, TV Travis agrees. So I, I think that this is certainly worth it. Um, so again, I invite you guys to play with me. Uh, you can email joystickandmouse at gmail.com. Do you guys uh, have any comment on uh, Elder Scrolls? Any thoughts? Never good played game. an Elder Scroll game. It's a lot uh, of fun. I'm trying to get my account back. I oh, that's right. This. You had it. I played this. I, I played it for a while, and then I sort of gave up on it. Uh, I had a really good time. I just killed everybody. So I, I was just stealing from everybody, killing everything. I didn't really do anything. The guards hate me. I can't even walk in near anybody. Love it. <laughs> they, they attack me on site. So I'm sort of playing the ultimate outlaw style with this it, it's sort of fun love it 
That's super cool. Yeah, I think that that's uh, another fun way. Like you can play however you want. So for me, I am playing as a a necromancer that is um, really your typical spellcaster necromancer. So I'm standing afar and I can send skeletons out of people and fire uh, bone stuff at people. That's all great. But if I wanted to, and something that I'm playing around with right now, I could throw on some heavy armor and a freaking two-handed sword, and I can jump in there and tank if I wanted to. I have abilities that let me be in close range. I can also heal. Like there's all the there's so much um, opportunity for for uh, a variety of different ways that you can play that it adds for such a dynamic experience in an MMO that you typically don't get unless you're playing like freaking um i'm trying to think of another game where you kind of play your own adventure nothing comes to mind really this one makes it really 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 easy to switch roles yeah you you can go into one fight and be the healer and go into the next fight and be the tank and 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 sneak up and backstab the person on the next fight this is it's really a lot of fun and very versatile with your character you have to carry all that stuff around your bags, but hey, whatever. And that makes it even harder. So, uh, it, you know, there were some cases where I was really struggling on some fights because of just the nature of the armor I was wearing and, and some of the ways I was pl- like it. It's challenging, but it's so rewarding. Um, it is free per month, by the way. It's not a monthly fee. You could pay a monthly fee, which gets you some added benefits like added bag slots and some other kind of quality of life things, uh, but you certainly don't need to. And that's something like I'm not paying monthly for it. I just paid the down, you know, whatever it was for for elsewhere. And I'm very much enjoying it. So again, you can hit me up, uh, joystickandmouse at gmail.com if you guys want to play with me. Um, so guys, I think that's uh, that's going to be a show. Let's clap it out. So I want to remind everybody here that if you would like to um, subscribe to the show, if you aren't already, get us on your favorite podcatcher. Head over to joystickandmouse.com, and we have links to all the great podcatchers out there that play our stuff. You can find us anywhere. Um, Also, if you would like to uh, contact any one of us, all of our contact information is there. So do that. Uh, If you'd like to reach out to the show on a more general uh, way you can do so joystickandmouse at gmail.com um what else am i missing i think that's everything dudes uh so until next time diddy would you like to say goodbye see you later folks and j dimes later and uh from all of us here at joystick and mouse thank you very much i'm alex albisu have a wonderful night uh this is me uh, there we go all right i'm trying to stall while i get the end show <laughs> song up here we go bye-bye If you like this show, check out more great content at incastmedianetwork.com. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs> <laughs>